Hey, I'm Lauren Hubelay, and I'm back exploring the polyvagal theory and gymotherapy with my co-host, Megan Limp. Megan, I'm really glad to have you back. I missed you for the last episode. Yes, Lauren, it's great to be back with you and everybody tuning in. So Megan, let me just catch you up and everyone else um, where I ended things up in the last segment because we were, I was really happy to have some time with Cameron Scott. And um, I was sharing with Cameron this um, very real experience I had at home uh, just to say, you know, we can all get in sympathetic states wherever we are, right? They could be right in your kitchen. They could be in the grocery store. They could be when I see a snake when I'm swimming. <laughs> it, it can show up literally anywhere. And generally, it's unexpected. Nobody is sitting there saying, oh, I think I'm going to go into a sympathetic state soon. Yeah. So in this talk with, with Cameron, what I learned and I learned about myself, Megan, is this um, process of being in a sympathetic state with enough ventral vagal so I could tell I was there and knowing and, and consciously aware I didn't want to drop down into dorsal and shut down, but trying to negotiate with myself what direction I could be in. And that reminded me of the conversations that we've had about or, you know, organizing within that sympathetic state. And um, I, I know that you have some thoughts on that, that maybe you could just bring in and we can enrich the conversation that Cameron and I already started. Yeah, I think it's beautiful to what you describe about this just being real life. So whether we're sitting in our kitchens, maybe we're recording, maybe you're swimming, regardless of where we are, the neuroception, the, our nervous systems um, differentiating how it responds to stimulus with either uh, safety or danger cues is happening all of the time. And we know now through our discussions that there are these three states. There's the dorsal, the sympathetic, and the ventral. And my understanding of ventral is that it really is about our ability to be in communion and in communication and social engagement, both with ourselves and with another person or with our environment. And so when we're talking about welcoming a little bit of ventral energy into sympathetic. Again, we're not talking about it being exclusive, that we're only in one state at a time. So the way that I think about and experience uh, a sympathetic state when I can welcome a little ventral in is that I might still have the mobilization of sympathetic. I might still decide to do something about the stimulus but it's not feeling so much like a threat anymore. And I'm able to make the decision of how to mobilize and what to do more in communication with myself and in a way that feels more tuned in or um, 
more peaceful, more guided. Mm -hmm. Megan, I, I really like the way you, you stated that. As you were speaking, I, I was taken right back to my experience. And um, what was interesting to me, and, and I think this is about the degrees of vagal energy we're, mm -hmm. we're letting in, right? What was interesting to me was there was enough where I could go, okay, fighting, not a good idea. <laughs> Light, not going to be a good idea. Shut down, don't want to go there. But I couldn't see where I wanted to be. Yes. Right? I, I, I knew I didn't want to be in those, one of those three, but I, I, apparently there wasn't enough ventral energy there to, um, and as I understand it, it feels like a window, right? Like the window letting in ventral. And, and so, what um, this, this conversation brings us to is that when we are in that state, I, I really see that as a disorganized place yes. that could use um, some further support to organize us so we can move to where we want to be. Because yes. in a disorganized state, space, um, we're not really productive. We, and we use, we're unresourceful with our energy. And um, what I was looking for was some, some guidance and something to kind of contain this process I was in. And that's what I think gemotherapy extracts have to offer. What do you think about that, Megan? I agree. You know, if you were tuned in to our recording where I went into a dorsal shutdown state in the grocery store, I, because informed, I was able to see where I was on the map and offer myself some space without a story to just be there and show up for myself. Mm -hmm. However, had I had an extract that could have supported me in my bag, that would have been priceless because that would have been that friend energy, that support energy, that just acts as a container or a facilitator. Yeah, I, and thanks for bringing up that um, word we're, we've been tossing around is friend, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what we all want. We're, when we're in a place that um, needs support, we need a friend. And what kind of friend do we want to show up for us in, in this state? And so, when, when I think of that moment, um, I, for me, that I described with Cameron, what I needed was uh, a friend that would help me get clear in my thoughts yeah. um, and, and see where I wanted to go because I really was, was confused. And, and Megan, that, that confusion, um, actually the mental confusion and, and losing my direction, that brings us right to Black Current, doesn't it? Absolutely. Because that's such a beautiful extract to do that. How do you see Black Current? You know, you and I had a beautiful discussion about Black Current a month or so ago, where we were talking about this state of mental confusion that we all feel sometimes. And what we stumbled on, and this image has been so helpful for me is that sometimes 
when we need black current, it's almost like our internal compass is no longer pointing north, that we need a recalibration that brings about sort of that reorganization that then brings some clarity in. Yeah, I, I'm, in, I'm absolutely sure that would have been useful for me in that moment, Megan. Um, but there was another sensation actually um, shortly after my experience when I stepped away from being engaged in the irritant, let's say. <laughs> um, and it, it really was this sense of stuckness. And I think I even sent you a note and I said, what do you think, Megan? This is um, um, this tightness and, um, and I share that with Karen. And, you know, I, I had this tension in my throat, which actually led to my losing my voice very, very quickly. Um, can you think of an, another extract that might have worked with that type of sensation? Yeah, actually, Lauren. So we have an extract um, that we use in gemotherapy called black honeysuckle. Mm. And black honeysuckle has an affinity for the throat. And through the Asian medicine lens, we often think or experience something that we call plum pit chi, which is the feeling that something might be caught in the throat. And this can be an emotion that's caught in the throat that needs to come up that maybe we're stifling. This can be the physical sensation, maybe of a hair or a lump or something being caught in the throat. Or maybe we swallowed some words that we felt like we wanted to express and we couldn't in that moment. <laughs> but you know, the physical expression of black honeysuckle is often that it thins and it clears. And so I like, if you think about the throat and how we house emotions in the throat sometimes, that's what we want to do. We want to open the pathway for whatever direction we need to move in. Mm, mm. Yes, that sounds like that definitely would have fit the bill, particularly the swallowing words, because I am sure I was doing exactly that. But that brings to mind a, another extract that we've talked about, again, having to do with communication, yeah. that um, sometimes we can't find the words. Like, that was not my problem. I probably had too many words that <laughs> I wanted to say, many not necessarily helpful for my situation. But there are times we can't find the words for our emotions. and. Um, they they're they're stuck somewhere else and and i think that also could affect you know our breathing we might get um rapid or or shallow breathing um involved with that um or a constriction somewhere and and i i think of lithy with that megan does that line up with the way that you see it absolutely and I think when we talk about getting back into social engagement or connection with ourselves or another, you know, when I was reading our list of extract, Lithi really was speaking to me because part of us needing to welcome in some ventral energy and get back into communion or connection with ourselves is making this space to welcome up what we need to say. Wow 
uh, and I think that that's what Lithi really is doing, is reestablishing that connection with our own words. Mm. Yeah. So there's an extract that I've been reaching for quite often during this, um, which seems even strange to be saying global pandemic. I don't think those are two words I ever thought in my lifetime I would be saying together. Um, and this extract is Hawthorne. And, and I found myself using it um, during the sympathetic activation, but actually um, with different emotions coming up. Um, how, how do you see Hawthorne, Megan? So Hawthorne is right now one of my favorite extracts. Mm -hmm. um, I have been going through some challenging experiences myself and I find myself reaching for Hawthorne quite a bit. Um, I tend to, when I'm in a sympathetic state, often feel some um, heaviness or contracted feelings in my chest or in what I would call my heart center if we're talking about emotions. And my experience of Hawthorne is that it really can meet me at any stage of the journey that I'm in, in a situation beautifully. And I find that it softens and opens my heart. Again, so that I feel like I can get back into connection, both with myself or back online with um, the person that I'm engaging with in a, more, in a way that feels more open and authentic. Mm. You know, I, I, I love Hawthorne too, Megan, and, and I think it, it is absolutely a gemo for our time right now because of all the anguish and pain we're seeing um, globally. And to be able to show up without fear that you would have in the fight or flight state because that closes us off, right? And, but to be able to um, have the organization to be mobilized yet open-hearted, that's, that's a real gift. It's a gift to ourselves and it's a gift to those we live with and certainly everyone whose lives we come in contact with. Yeah, I think this is beautiful. And I think, again, this can apply to most of the extracts that we're talking about, you know, mobilized but open-hearted or mobilized, and if we talk about Lithi, but being able to speak our truth or speak from the heart. Um, yeah, that, that really is the embodiment of sympathetic with ventral energy in it is mobilized, but with our true, peaceful, authentic self. You know, and that for often for fo folks, this is a lifelong learning experience because um, if we were um, suppressed in any way from sharing our thoughts and our beliefs or our emotions in our family setting, we learn to, to just hold so much inside. And when that happens, often the only time we can speak our truth is we're, we're in the high state, right? We have yeah, to yeah. send ourselves there to speak our truth. And what you just articulated so beautifully, Megan, was being able to mobilize, being able to speak, but doing it from a place of safety, right? 
where we feel safe. Yes, that's a beautiful way to say it. Yeah. So Megan, there's there's another demo that I, I know both of us have um, a real affinity for. And again, I mean, all of these could be so useful right now, but we have such an onslaught of information coming at us um, that we're, we're having to sort and how does this resonate and um, where do I put it and is it true? And, um, this can lead us into a very sympathetic state alone, right? Who does not go into a sympathetic state when they read the news today? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to see that person. Um, but to be able to take information in and process it at a rate that doesn't send us into a sympathetic state is what FIG does so beautifully. So beautifully. In Asian medicine, when we talk about digestion, we often talk about it with a capital D, which means that we're digesting or assimilating not just the food and fluid that we take in, but we're digesting um, everything around us, our situations and the news, all the stimuli coming at us all the time. And that fig is such a useful um, extract when we are feeling overwhelmed by what we need to digest and we're having trouble doing that particularly when um, in our bodies we might also feel it in our head or feel it in our stomach or our abdomens primarily and also I think that sometimes we'll feel it in our digestion we'll actually feel it in the bowel when we have a heavy-duty um, danger cue to something. And anytime that we are talking about trouble assimilating or digesting, often looking at fig would be a great idea. Yeah. What great tools we're having to offer folks right now. This is um, such a resource. I, and I do hope everyone taps into this. Um, there's one more extract I'd love to talk about before we close. Um, and that's field maple. Yes. Um, yeah, right. Do we? Uh, they're all our favorites, right? They're all our favorites. I, yeah. you know, field maple is an extract that, when when we talk about that constriction that you feel, you know, around down your sides, and this, I think this is something we're all feeling a lot of. Um, again, as we get. Uh, mobilized into this sympathetic state by information and news and um, yeah. how we're going to react. And, and I know um, when I think back in my history, um, I always remember feeling this tightness in that area. In, in fact, it was the absence of it that I remember most as I progressed in my healing journey. Uh, I think it was just constant. Um, but in, in this activated sympathetic state, helping us to organize, I think field maple um, smooths, smooths the process for us to access ventral vagal. Yeah, field maple really brings about a feeling of smooth flow, both in our bodies and our emotions. And 
one of the places that we tend to feel that in our body is the diaphragm, like Lauren said. Often, if you try and take a breath, not just into your chest, but if you try and shift your breath down into your core, into the abdomen, you'll notice that that breath, as you're pulling it down into your abdomen, it gets stuck somewhere. And often it's getting stuck as it's moving into the abdomen through the diaphragm, because in response to um, a cue of danger, one of the ways that we go into protection mode is that we close down and mm. tighten our diaphragm like armor. Mm. So people who tend to feel um, tightness along the lateral flank on the side of the body. I had a great example of this yesterday. Um, I felt the abdomen of a client, a newer client who I was just getting to know, and I noticed that um, that she was having trouble pulling the breath into the diaphragm and that when I touched her upper abdomen, the diaphragm was, it was very tight. It felt very tight. And then I watched her talk and she and I had a great communication about this, that she has been, she's in a high um, tense type career and she's been living in sympathetic for a while as her primary state. And one of the things that she has done is that instead of talking and using her words when she communicates around her breath, she has flipped that because she's trying to be so productive that she now breathes around her words. So she will talk and talk and talk until she's out of breath and then take a breath and then go back into talking instead of pausing mid-sentence to breathe. And I thought this is such a great example of how we could use field maple and how in the sympathetic state, we tend to tighten down our diaphragm. It even changes our breathing and our speaking patterns. Mm, what a great example, Megan. Megan, I, I, we've given everyone uh, quite a few extracts here and I think it's a good time just to give some real specifics. Um, I'd like you to learn something about these extracts by going to our Jimmo memos. Yeah. And we've already done our homework and recorded a, a very nice episodes on each one of these extracts, which you can find in this podcast. And the other um, piece of information is just practicality, how you're going to use these. So we recommend they're, they're taken in microdose. In fact, if you don't microdose them, you'll get a very different result. And when I'm speaking of microdose, I'm talking about warm broth, and it can absolutely be taken right on the tongue. So if you um, feel that one of these or two of these really speak to you and you're finding yourself in these sympathetic states, I mean, you can literally keep one or two of these extracts in your purse um, as you're making it through your day. So Megan, can you just review the extracts for everyone that we went through just by name? Yeah, that's a great idea. And I also wanna reiterate as we're doing this, that step one is identifying where we are in the, on the map. Mm. So we can't choose an extract until we have identified which state we're in, dorsal, sympathetic, or ventral. And so if you're feeling unclear on that, Go back and listen to some of the previous recordings for Exploring Polyvagal, where we talk about each of those three in more detail. And then once we know where we are on the map, then we can start to hone in on the right extract. 
So let's just do a quick review of what we talked about, starting with black currant. Black currant is a great extract to think about if you're feeling confusion in your head, like your compass isn't pointing north and you need to recalibrate and get some clarity mentally. Black honeysuckle is a great extract to look at. If you feel any sort of uh, tightness in the throat, like something is stuck, like maybe you've swallowed your words or you feel constriction in your throat. We talked about lithy and its relationship to our breath, to our lungs, rapid breath, shallow breath, feelings of grief, um, feeling not like you can't find the words to communicate what you want to say. We talked about Hawthorn for a sensation of heaviness or constriction in our heart center, looking for some softening and opening of the heart. We talked about fig in relation to digesting what's around us, digesting the news, um, not just physical digestion, but all of the stimulus coming at us. Feeling um, the sympathetic triggered feelings in the stomach or the bowel feeling changes in our digestion. And we talked about field maple and its ability to um, help us get back into a state of smooth flow, both physically and emotionally, and how that presents itself in the lateral body with the diaphragm locking down or sometimes feeling like a band around the middle of our body. That was great, Megan. Thank you. I think everyone will really appreciate that quick overview. and. Um, I, I want to encourage you all to recycle through these um, episodes. They're, they're really dense with information, and um, I'm sure you will find nuggets that can help you right in your world today um, and possibly help those that you live with or have connections with. We'll be moving forward in this, um, our talks, um, in the next episode, looking at the dorsal vagal shutdown um, state, and I'm sure we'll have quite a bit to share about that. Um, this is the state that when we're in sympathetic, when we um, feel our fight or flight is not effective, and we're not able to access ventral, we tend to move ourselves into dorsal to protect ourselves. So I'm looking forward to that conversation with you, Megan, next time. This was wonderful, Lauren. Thank you to everybody joining us and we'll see you soon. Okay.